reaching Israel and the world and the world. Chesed Veshalom, beloved ones, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome today to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. Cynthia Marjorie, my love, I was encouraged earlier today when you told me that the Holy Spirit spoke to you, I mean, clearly this morning as you were waking up. Share with us what happened. I love that. Uh, when I woke up this morning, I hardly had my eyes open and it was like spirit just dropped into my soul. He said, the fear of the Lord is your strength. The fear of the Lord is your strength. And with that was the reality that uh, by fearing the Lord alone, that we don't fear man, we don't fear our circumstances. Mm -hmm. Fearing the Lord is our strength. Amen. This is what will carry us all the way to the end. This is what, what will make us conquerors over every circumstances. There's no man that has power over us, no circumstance the fear of the Lord, that He's the one that holds the wheel of our life. Amen. In the Hebrew Bible, the Lord said through the prophet, do not call a conspiracy what the world calls a conspiracy, and do not fear what the world fears, but fear me alone, saith the Lord, and I will become a sanctuary for you. So Father God, we all pray right now that we will cultivate the Lordship of Christ Jesus in our heart and fear only you and find our rest. As you can see, I'm in the deep forest of Colorado. And when I was here a year ago, the Lord spoke to me in a very deep way from the 41st chapter of the book of Isaiah. I wanted to share that with you today. Now, if you didn't watch last time's broadcast or hear it recorded, please go ahead and listen to it because I covered some real beautiful territory. I began in the eighth verse last time and I covered this. But you, Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, descendant of Abraham, my friend. So please go back and listen to that, watch that, because I talked about how that applied to all of us, whether we're Jew or Gentile in Messiah Jesus, that we have an identity in him, that we're chosen, that we exist for the purpose of serving him. God called Israel his servant, even as Yeshua was the ultimate servant of the Father that laid down his life unto the Father, even to death. And then finally, the Lord called Abraham here his friend. Israel, Jacob, Abraham, my friend. And how the blessing of Abraham in the book of Galatians has come upon every believer, Jew and Gentile alike, in Messiah Yeshua. And I talked last time about the tenderness of what that means. I'm gonna press on now to the next verse. Continuing verse number nine, we read this. You whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called from its remotest parts and said to you, you are my servant. I have chosen you and not rejected you. So think about your life, understanding that there's application for you that the entire Hebrew Bible was not written just for the physical descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but it was written for us also, Paul says, upon whom the end of the ages has come. 
that you who were once far off, Paul says to the Gentiles in the book of Ephesians, have been brought near. You are now grafted into Israel. And so this word is for you. Listen, the Lord says, you whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called from its remotest parts and said to you, you are my servant. I have chosen you and not rejected you. Some of us can remember what it was like before Father revealed Jesus to us. I know that for some of you, you were raised in church and you remember believing in Yeshua for as long as you can remember. And your salvation experience was just a gradual process. But for many others like me, we were in the farthest parts of the earth. We were living in darkness. We were living under the tyranny of satanic oppression. We were trapped in fear. We were addicted. Some of you were addicted to drugs, some to alcohol. Some of you addicted to all types of illicit sexual relationships. You were living in depression, walking with people that were so far away from God. So that's what the Lord is saying. He's saying, consider from where I brought you from. Consider from where I redeemed you from with an outstretched arm. I delivered you out of darkness. So the Lord says to you, you whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called from its remotest parts and said to you, you are my servant. In other words, when there was only darkness upon us, when we only felt separation from light and from life, God broke into our world and said to us, you are my servant. I have chosen you and not rejected you. Some of you can remember that day when your world turned from darkness to light and we should never forget that. We should never forget that because sometimes we can forget where we've come from and we can stop being grateful. Sometimes we just begin to take for granted what we have. You get something new in your life and you're so thankful and so grateful for it. But after a while, the newness wears off and you just take it for granted. You forget to be thankful to the Lord. But the Lord is saying to all of us, you need to understand what I saved you out of. You need to remember where you were before I redeemed you. And you need to always stay fresh in your thankfulness to me. And so, Father, we just want to say to you right now, thank you, Father God, for these words, for, for reminding us that, Father, we were so lost. We were so far away. We were so much under the oppression and the tyranny of Satan and demonic powers before you redeemed us. And yet in the midst of that darkness, you broke in and saved us and called us your servant, your chosen one, and your friend. I remember the story of a friend of mine, a worship leader. He was going through a terrible time in life. He was a young man in his 20s, didn't know the Lord, wasn't walking with God, and his girlfriend broke up with him. And for some reason, he just went down into a tailspin of depression. He was thinking of committing suicide. And all of a sudden, he was driving in his car one day, and the light of Hashem, 
the glory of Jesus broke into his world and saved him as he was driving in his car and his life changed 180 degrees. He's running after Jesus now and he was never the same again. He was on the road to committing suicide and yet God redeemed him and broke in, giving him a brand new future and a brand new life. And the good news is beloved, as you and I continue to look to him and seek him, The Lord's going to continue to bring us into more and more realms of his glory and his light. So let's continue on. He says, you, he says, whom I called from the remotest parts of the earth and said to you, you are my servant. What a privilege and blessing to be the servant of the Lord. We're going to serve somebody. We're going to either serve ourselves. We're going to serve man. We're going to serve sin. We're going to be the servants of some type of addiction we have or we're going to serve God. Jesus said, if we'll serve him, we'll be free indeed. He continues on and he says this, do not fear for I am with you. When we really know, I mean, deep down we say, we say in Hebrew and Yiddish, our kishkas, our guts. When we really know deep down in our inner man, that God is with us and for us, that he's gonna defend us. Like David said, you are my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? You're the defense of my life. Whom shall I dread? When my enemies came upon me to devour my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host encamp against me, I will not fear. Though an army rise up against me, in spite of this, I will be confident. When we really know that Father God is with us and will defend us, that he's going before us, that he's gonna protect us, when we really know that, beloved, we're gonna have such confidence, such joy, such God confidence. Many of us can recite this verse. We can go to Isaiah 41 and we can read it. Do not fear, verse 10, for I am with you. But do we really believe it? Isn't that the point? We can read it over and over again. The Lord tells us over a hundred times, do not be afraid for I am with you. We know that Jesus said, I am with you even to the end of the age. But do we really believe it? And if we believe it, do we know what that means? To know that the God of glory, the God of power, the God of might, the God that sovereignly reigns, that he's for us, that he is for us, that he's always gonna see us through, that regardless of what mountain, what challenge, what obstacle, what trial, what difficulty in life we're facing, God is with us and for us and will always, every single time, overcome, ascending over the trial, getting victory in the battle because God is with you and with me. We are his friend. So the Lord says here, you are Abraham, my friend. You are Jacob, my chosen one. You are Israel, my servant. I am with you. This should bring joy and confidence and laughter. And we need to rebuke the spirit of unbelief. We need to break off the foul spirit of doubt. And we need to believe and affirm what God says. I am with you. Do not be afraid. If we're afraid, it's like, it's, like a, it's like a foul spirit that is like a slap in God's face. Because God says, I'm with you. Do not be afraid. I've made you more than a conqueror. 
Shalom. I want to share a testimony at this break that should inspire you. It has inspired me, and I want to pray together before we end this break. The testimony said, My 14-year-old was listening very carefully when you were teaching this week. Your voice is well known in this home. A youth revival is needed, she said, and by faith, it's begun here. Claudia from California. I say yes, Lord. I say yes with Claudia. Yes, Lord, we need a youth revival. Oh, Abba, Father, we just call on you for a youth revival in this country. And let it begin with Claudia's son and with many other children, with my children, my grandchildren, with your children, with your grandchildren. Lord, we call on your Ruach HaKodesh. We need your fire to burn brightly through the youth. You know, I believe that the Lord could come during the lifetime of my children, my grandchildren. And so it's a good thing to pray for the youth of our country, the youth all around the globe in all the countries around the globe. You know, there's always a remnant. There's always a remnant. And we pray for the remnant in the youth to arise. We pray that they would carry the torch of the Word of God to usher in the return of Yeshua. As we grow closer to our Savior's return, there are still millions who have not experienced Him, from Africa to Israel and every corner of the earth. But Rabbi Schneider, through all forms of media and on-the-ground crusades, is reaching the world with inspirational teaching from a Jewish perspective, equipping the church, evangelizing the lost, and pouring into the lives of pastors and leaders around the globe. This could not happen without you, because you are an integral part in sending Him. Is God calling you to help Rabbi proclaim the gospel to the ends of the earth? Give at DiscoveringTheJewishJesus.com or call 800-777-7835. And so the Lord continues here, Do not fear, for I am with you. And then he says, Do not anxiously look about, for I am your God. Listen to that again. Do not fear for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about for I am your God. What could this mean? What is God saying when he's saying to you and to I, do not anxiously look about for I am with you. What he's referring to is we're looking about in the world, fearful about what's gonna happen, anxious about what's gonna happen. We begin to have all these musings, these ponderings, these vain imaginations, these thoughts that exalt themselves above the knowledge of God. And we worry about this scenario happening. We worry about that scenario happening. We worry about, you know, getting robbed. We worry about our tire getting flat on the road. We worry about getting in an accident. We worry about our children and our grandchildren. We worry about somebody breaking off a relationship with us. We worry about getting fired from our job. And the list could go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. The Lord says, what are you doing? What are you doing? I am your God. Do not anxiously look about. I remember there was a time not so long ago that I was imagining some type of fearful outcome about a situation that I was dealing with. 
And the Holy Spirit spoke to me audibly. When I say audibly, I just heard his silent voice say to me, and he said one word to me. It's I was worrying about this potential outcome of a difficult situation I was dealing with. The Holy Spirit spoke one word to me. He spoke the word horizontal. Now, when I say the Holy Spirit spoke to me, I want you to know, don't take it lightly. I oftentimes hear the Holy Spirit speak to me. It's like a silent voice. I can't even fully explain it. But even as we have physical ears, the Lord has also given us spiritual ears where we can literally hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. This is why Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. This is why Yeshua said in the book of Revelation, he that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. So when we believe in the reality of the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKodesh constantly speaking to us because he's alive and he's here and he exists to communicate the mind and the heart of Father and Jesus to us. When we're aware of that and believe in it, we're always gonna be looking up and listening. We're always gonna be paying attention to what's going on in our inner man. We're always gonna be expecting and anticipating direction and leading from the Lord. So back to my point, the Lord said here, do not anxiously look about for I am your God. And so I, I, in my own life, sometime back a little bit ago, was thinking about an outcome of a situation I was facing that produced anxiety in me. And all of a sudden, I heard and saw very subtly, because the Holy Spirit's voice is usually very soft and subtle, so that if you're not paying attention and don't have faith, you'll miss it. But the Holy Spirit said to me this word, horizontal. And I thought, what is God saying? God is saying to me, don't look out there. Don't look anxiously about wondering what's gonna happen on the surface of the earth in your circumstances. Don't look out fearing about what's gonna happen horizontally in your circumstances. But rather the Lord was saying to me, I want you to look up. I want your thoughts to be vertical. I want you just to have faith and confidence in me. So the Lord says here, do not fear for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about for I am your God. In other words, God say, don't wonder what's gonna happen. Don't, don't, don't ponder what may happen in your circumstances. Don't think horizontally. Don't have vain imaginations about what's happening on the surface of the earth. But rather the Lord says, look up and believe in me for I am your God and I am with you. And I speak beloved ones the same thing over you right now. You might be in a state where you've been worrying about something. Maybe it's your health. Maybe it's your finances. Maybe it's just the devil tormenting you about something. I break that off in Jesus' name right now. Those are vain, foul thoughts. God doesn't want us to be concerned about those things. He, want us, he wants us instead to look up in him, trusting in him, trusting in his word. Jesus said, Believe in God, believe also in me. Yeshua said, let not your heart be troubled. This is vertical thinking. Rather than letting our imagination run wild, opening ourselves up to fear, we bring ourselves back to the word of God where Yeshua said, let not your heart, my beloved one, be troubled. We have to take responsibility to some degree. Yeshua said to us, let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid. Believe in God and believe also in me.
And so I encourage you, my friend, to fight the fight of faith. This is spiritual warfare we're in. And the devil works through the powers of the air, through the thought realm. We need to cut horizontal thinking off. We need to stop looking anxiously about and instead return to our center, return to God and look up knowing that he is with us. Do not anxiously look about you for I am your God. The Lord continues, I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. God is promising that whatever battle you're facing, he's got a hold of you. He is gonna help you and you're gonna be victorious. Listen again. Surely I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Let me read it one more time because I want these words to enter your soul with fire. Do not anxiously look about for I am your God. I will strengthen you. In other words, God's gonna empower you to win your battle, whatever it is. I notice in my life sometimes that when I hit a battle, when I first hit the battle, man, it hits me like a ton of bricks. I mean, I feel it in my guts. I mean, it is so terrible. There's not even words to describe to you, beloved ones, how terrible it feels oftentimes when the enemy blows at me with powerful winds of darkness. It feels terrible. But you know what? A few days later, I might be facing the same exact battle, but you know what? I'm living above it now. I'm feeling God's joy now. I'm feeling God confidence now. Same battle, but I'm no longer feeling overwhelmed by it. Now I'm feeling, beloved, fortified. Why? Because God has strengthened me. And that's what he's saying to you right now. Do not anxiously look about you, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will strengthen you. He's gonna strengthen you, beloved one. Whatever you're facing, Hashem, my Father God and your Father God, He's gonna strengthen you. Surely I will help you. He's gonna get you through. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I wanna encourage you today to think like a victor because you are a victor. The Bible says because of Father's love for you, you are more than a conqueror. Anything that you're ever gonna face in life, anything in the future that you'll ever run into, anything that the Lord will ever permit the enemy to throw at you, you know what? You might be reeling for a moment. You might be reeling for a day or two, but you know what's gonna happen? As you continue to look to Hashem, as you continue to open your heart to Him by crying out to Him for help, He's gonna strengthen you. He's gonna help you. He's gonna uphold you by his right hand and you're gonna walk right through the enemy and you're gonna come out the other end of that thing with your hand raised in Hashem and Father God, victorious and a conqueror because King Jesus loves you and he has promised to never leave you or forsake you because you are an overcomer in him. This is Rabbi Schneider on behalf of King Jesus saying to you today, Father loves you and me more than you and I realize right now. And he's encouraging us to be faithful to him even unto the end of the age. I hope you're being touched by this portion of scripture in Isaiah 41. Every time I read it, I feel the tenderness of the Lord. 
I love the eighth verse where the Lord calls Abraham his friend. But you, Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I've chosen, descendant of Abraham or Abraham, and then the Lord says, my friend. I don't know, that just touches me. And when I think about Abraham and what happened in his life, Abraham totally surrendered himself to Father God. That's really what brought him into such a deep place of covenant where Abraham offered up his son. Beloved, if you and I want to enter into the depths of the friendship that Abraham had with God, we need to also be fully surrendered. And this touches our finances. I think this is why Yeshua talks so much about our finances, because oftentimes they can come between God and our own hearts. I want to encourage you, be faithful with your finances to the Lord. You'll be blessed. Here's how you can donate or become a monthly partner. Send your tax-deductible gift to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. Or to give by credit card, visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com or call 1-800-777-7835 or text the keyword rabbi to 45777. To show our appreciation, we'll send you an audio CD and download of Rabbi's Message of the Month and our most recent newsletter. Your gift is bringing salvation, healing, and deliverance to Israel and the world through television, internet, and crusade outreaches. Finally, many of us have honored God with our finances while living, but have we considered how we can honor the Lord with our finances when we pass on? For more information, click Will and Estate Gifts at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. In the book of Numbers, chapter 6, the Lord gave instructions to Moses and Aaron to speak this blessing over his people. And the Lord said, when you speak these words over my people, I will place my name on them and bless them. Receive the impartation of the Lord's blessings. Yahweh, 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 The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up by his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. Authentic, straightforward, and uncompromising. Find Discovering the Jewish Jesus on all your favorite social media outlets and stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and subscribe on YouTube. Connecting with Discovering the Jewish Jesus has never been easier. If two of you agree on earth about anything that they may ask, it shall be done for them by my Father who is in heaven. Let our prayer team pray for you. Send us your prayer request today by visiting our website or writing to the address on the screen. 
Our prayer team lifts up every individual request before the Lord. And then, as God answers your prayer request, or if God has touched your life through discovering the Jewish Jesus, send us your testimony. We want to rejoice with you, and your testimony will encourage others. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Next time on Discovering the Jewish Jesus, Rabbi caps off this encouraging series by reminding us that we have the pinnacle victory over all our enemies because God's love never fails.